0: Likutei Ma'aran, we'll be starting Torah to Zion. so this is, uh, we are now moving on in a certain sense, uh, I guess, to the second section. The first 15 tiras were uh, coming off the Ma'amari of Rabbah the next three will be uh, certain statements, not all from the same Manda Amar, ours is going to start with Yechen on and, and then... Uh, Yud Zayin in our Torah, actually the uh, the Mimer comes at the beginning of the Torah. It's not a long one. It, Torah Yud Zayin is going to ultimately be explaining Rav Safra Mishtei, and then Yud Ches will be Rav Mishtoy. We'll give a little bit of a Hakdama just to paint a context for. Our tirah, uh, we'll, I'll use the 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 Rav Chaim Kramer note, and then we will dive in. We should be able to do this entire tirah uh, in one session uh, because it's relatively short. Uh, Likut Maran, this tirah was taught on Shabbos morning. I'm um, this uh, the, the the note that I'm using, although the 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 similar uh, this is a similar note from the Rav Atiyah note also. I'm quoting Chaim Maran. Uh, discussing. But over here the, it says that the Torah was taught on Shabbos morning during the summer of 1803 or 5563 in the Jewish year. Uh, there was a number of Rabbeinu's followers that had come to Breslov to be with him and it seems that there were certain times of the year that uh, Rabbi Nachman uh, wanted that his that his Hasidim should come in this particular Shabbos. It was not one of the specific times that they would come and it seems that he initially that Rabbi Nachman, that is initially Exple- expressed some displeasure that they had decided on their own to come uh, to come and have a gathering uh, on Shabbos morning, he gave over this Torah, and he mentioned that there are 70 nations that are ultimately divided. We'll see in our Torah 35 and 35, the ones under the general dominion uh, of asav and the others under Yishmal, and discussed the idea that Etzadik encompasses uh, two, the, two Mashiachs, Mashiachs ben Yosef and ultimately Mashiach ben David. These are uh, included, uh, with, he were encompassed within Tzadik. Uh, many people were pressing around him to hear what he had to say while he was speaking this over and the table at which the Rebbe Nachman was sitting at broke and he remarked, how can it be that there are uh, Gentiles sitting around the table? Is, are these the times of Mashiach when even the Gentiles are trying to draw so close to Tzadikim uh, to, uh, to fulfill the Pesukim Shaya, which we will see as part of the psukim? Uh, and it seems that this was part of his way that he would relate to even in the Sicha, the, the even in the uh, casual conversation when he made a remark Something about the uh, tirah in which he was involved. So uh, interesting. Again, one of the differences in this Torah and some of the previous ones is that we uh, over here we're going to introduce the Rabbi Bachnas came uh, at the end or towards the end of the uh, the other tirahs. Over here we're going to start out with the Mimer of Ya'ichnan Uh And another uh, another point that he makes at the outset. Uh, is that man is put into this world so that rising above the material he's able to come even closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, in, a, in a certain sense I heard actually I don't know who he's quoting Rebensian Tversky who was talking uh, just about the idea of getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and uh, the, the the idea of the benefit so in a certain sense the reward uh, what we get out of our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, so it come, coming close to Rosh Hashanah we all have our ideas of what we want but to the extent that the entire physical world is meant as a vehicle to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch and Hashem put this world into physical terms which is in a certain sense a, a darkening, it's like a, it's a symptom. it's much uh, it's much more gossip, and mu- much less abstract than the spiritual worlds just so that there is a, a playing field for us to grow, um, then it, it can't be that the reward that we get is going to be in physical terms, the physical terms, uh, you know, the, the Gashmias is really just a heichetimza, so that we should have a universe within which to operate. To our, the the entire thing that we're supposed to do is to to rise above it. And to gain in that way, uh, and therefore any you know, and and any reward or anything like that that would be stated in physical terms. Uh, on one hand, it's something that we can relate to, and on the other hand, by definition, it's something that's uh, that, that that that's far below what we're shooting for. We're trying to use this world in order to come for, come out to, to rise above it, and the ultimate reward is, by definition, something that we specifically can specifically relate to. So over here, uh, he says that man is put into to this world to rise above the material through that he comes closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and the tzaddik is the one who rises to the to the upper level possible. We'll see. We're going to bring in some of the ideas that we've discussed in the tires until now. And uh, the, the tzaddik again, we talk about the tzaddik in different ways. Sometimes uh, we can talk about a tzaddik in terms of the level that a, that an individual has reached. That's how uh, many of us think about a tzaddik. The other the other idea, the way that we talk about a tzaddik is, is a, it's a role. It's a particular role uh, in the in the, the the Jewish nation. Every person there's a tzura of an adam, a tzura of a human being. There's also a tzura of a nation and the tzaddik sometimes uh, we talk about tzaddik, the terms uh, almost seem interchangeable, but uh, the, when when the Tyrus talk about tzaddik and Tamil chacham, but the, the tzaddik plays a particular role in terms of the individuals coming to do tshuva and in terms of, an, in a cloliistic way, uh, being able, one of the examples we said is in assembling the mishkan, there's a lot of pieces, everybody has their own role to perfect their piece. but in terms of being able to, we can't just, you know, pile them up and Put them into a structure. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts, and that's the role of the tzaddik to help coordinate this, uh, so that you know it's like a, a good coach or a good manager, so every person can play their position, but there's a different role to be able to put them together into a cohesive whole, where uh, where they accomplish more than, than, the, uh, than, than the actual parts, so, but to, in order to play this role, so a person also has to in a certain sense, you know, quote, so to speak, be a tzaddik, he has to be a, a perfection, perfect himself as a human being uh, and when the Tzaddik does this, he's able to rise above uh, the Gashmias towards Ruchnias, uh, and it is certainly understandable that that's where we're all trying to get to as individuals, as a nation, and then at that point, once you're, you you reach this level of Hezbatlus, so do you want to still be stuck in the mud? So the the we, we will we'll explain that. It, it's it's a little bit counterintuitive. Our whole avodah is to rise above the physical, and yet Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants that he should have a dirb bitach within within human beings, uh, the the stage in which the human beings are able to achieve this closeness to uh, through contrast to choosing taiv over ra, through through able to be meiser nefesh, specifically in this world. And therefore, since avodah is here, uh, therefore the person can't just rise above. This world and stay there. In fact, uh, and this is my 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 two cents. But even if a person is an individual, can reach tremendous heights and get close to a kaddish baruch hu, If a kaddish baruch hu uh, gave us the benefit of having this individual, this tzaddik, this person who rose above, so to speak, so that the rest of us have this attachment point, and ha- so that means that th- if an individual is able to uh, withdraw from society, uh, withdraw from from what What's going on in order to be at the highest possible level? Well, then they are not fulfilling the role that 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 Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants from them. Uh, in fact, as we as we go towards Rosh Hashanah, you know, maybe I'll I'll save that for the end. I'll give I'll, I'll give a nice thought of something that uh, that we can focus on that will maybe help us prepare during the times of Elul. So there's there's one reason that a person has to engage in in, in the world around them that's where that's where the that's where the growth is right Baruch we were all in the spiritual realm before we came down to this world we didn't have to come in to, into this world at all the the, uh, the avodah's over here we have the opportunity to bring about a, a gilui shchina and the gilui comes about through contrasts so that that is much more if i if i tell you something and that's true then there might be a certain beauty to it through the contrast when you realize that i'm not just telling you something that makes sense but you realize that that what i'm telling you is the only expression of truth. It's a truer a truer expression and in fact even the only expression of truth than anything else. And you see that in the contrast of other things that might have seemed to have otherwise had their own value. That's a much greater um, th- that's a much greater expression. that's really where the Avode is. We actually discussed that I think uh, last time. The idea about the giloy the, the kfayi shemayim that's brought about when people that are specifically distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu come close, uh, as opposed to when people that are going in the right direction try to increase their avodah and come closer. But there's, um, there's different element in that. Now, there's another side of that coin besides the fact that this is the stage for avoda dafka down here, uh, even insofar as our avoda is to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and rise above, once, if you have a small flame that kind of jumps over to be, if you, you hold a small candle next to a larger flame and it jumps over, and it, once it, one, uh, the entire Avoda is to break free from this world and come closer to our Kaddish Barahu, but once there's total isbathless and something loses its identity, well then it can no longer, uh, I can only have his bathless and step away from myself and come close to you, insofar as I have a perception of self and I have something to break away from to come close to you. So Avoda necessity uh, th- that it, it happens in the universe of this world, uh, and now in line with that, we're going to be talking uh, about this idea that that even a tzaddik who really is holding, he's, he's striving, and certainly as an individual, and then he has his role as a tzaddik is is coming above, and he uh, his avoda really is on a very lofty level. There are times, so, so even in our terms, or uh, there are times that a person has to step away but we'll step away from what they're doing, but really, really that it's, it's going to enhance, uh, enhance when they come back. So somebody told me recently that they were dieting and when they hit a plateau, what they do is they had like a, you know, a big steak or a big dinner, you know, they, they shook their, their, their themselves up a little bit and that helped them, uh, overcome it. Okay. Maybe that's true. Or may, maybe a person who's, uh, you know, they're, they're going for a jog or they're going for a run. They become very tired and they need to take that break. When they take the break, they're ultimately able to go, uh, even even faster uh, than before. There's you know interval training. Interval training is became popular. Uh, that that instead of just trying to run as fast as you can or maintain a speed for a long time, you sprint and then you take a break in order so you could sprint again. You ultimately have much more benefit at the end. You'll reach higher heights and go faster. So let's see in, ter- in the way that Rabbeinu brings it, the way that uh, the way that we're going to apply and what we'll be able to take out of it. So this again is and Rabbeinu, and in here we're going to Start with the Gemara again. Bava Batra, Rabbi Yehuda and Mishtoiru, Rabbi Yehuda and related. Zimnah Chada have a cousin of a sfinta. One time we were going in a ship in a boat. Uh, we're going in the Yam HaChachma. Uh, we could say we'll, we'll we'll see that. We saw a fish. The apik Rashmi that it took its head out of the water. ena The eyes of this fish were like two moons. Each each one of the eyes was like a moon. It was like a levana. maya and water was pouring out from the two nostrils like the two rivers of sura. The Rashbam says nafitz is v'shafach. Muffet means the poor. Usia is the hero of nostrils. Mavridisur and Harashib is the two rivers. And now we'll explain this mimer. Uh, I just did, did just want to mention. I meant to say it before that uh, that one of the ideas what we were just discussing is entire daled ice test. He says zayse This idea of his batlet sarach Rot rotzay has to be like flashes of lightning Co- come closer and then step away. Kedeshi is kai so a person can preserve their their existence that they have they maintain their own their own uh, ab- ability their individuality which gives them a Hechatim sefravoda. And then we explore that concept a little bit, so that's towards the end of the Torah. You can go back to Tyra if you uh, if you haven't learned it yet. <laughs> In, okay, so in our in, in our text, we're going to try to explain why Hakadosh Baruch Hu put it into the teva. He he put it into this is part of the system that every person, even a tzaddik, is mukroch to step away from dvekas when he has this. Again, this this idea that we mentioned in Taira Dalad, uh He he has a total dvekas, a unity uh, with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He he has his batless of self, and and yet part of part of ultimately the avoda has to be to be able to step away from that, and also to be basic in uh, in the needs of this world. In other words, not just as a uh, not just as a Although nessa- well, it, it is in a certain sense you could say, so to speak, quote, you know, quote unquote, a uh, necessary evil, because in the times of Mashiach we're going to say that we won't need this chiluk of avodah. But as far as the avodah, as we, it's presented to us today, it can become very confusing when 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 things are not uh when things do not seem to be operating as they should when we don't understand the the chelik of avoda that is presenting itself to us. Uh V Chazina High Kavra. So Rubinachan explains we saw this fish. Shuhutzadik Hamakuna Bashem Dug. A tzadik is nicknamed, sometimes referred to as a dug, Kayadua. Like we know, we actually had this in Taira Bay's Ois Ches, uh, by the Mamuraba Bahana. Also, Chazin Hai Kavra, we saw a fish, Hubachina's Tzadik Hadar, Ha Nikra and there's some explanations that maybe we spoke out over there. Some of them are beyond us. The that a a Doug contains a certain kabbalistic reference to the sphere of Yisaid and Yisaid Tzadik, Yisaid Eilam, Yisaid is aligned with Tzadik, and also Dug, a Dalid and a Gimel is seven in gematria, and there are seven shemos that if you put them together, the the four ways that you can write out the Yud-ke-Vav-ke with the different spellings, Ab Sagma Ben, which we've discussed already, we won't go through all now, and also the the three Shemos of Ekyah, which also we discussed it uh, we discussed it over there, but different ways that it can be written out. So those seven names together if you are are Pyras and that being Ben Pyras Yaisef and Yaisef was sadik. So there's certain Kabbalistic allusions to a Doug. It's not just like, you know, arbitrary we're saying it there's certain Kabbalistic allusions as to why we say that Doug relates to its adic in, in, in this language and this way of uh, understanding things. The uh, the other the, another two things that might be a little bit more uh, accessible to us in terms of why a dog relates to a tzaddik is first of all uh, the, we know that water like the yam ha one of the one of the ways that we relate to taira we say that Tyra is like mayim and a fish cannot survive out of water it's it's very lifeblood and so also a Jew, it's certainly a tzaddik his his lifeline is taira when you take a fish out when you take a fish out of water so uh, it's it's not a matter of when it's in the water like Rabbi Kivas Marshall. Maybe it will get caught by the trap, and maybe it won't. But if you take a fish out of water, then it can't live. Uh, another idea that it says uh, over here, also perhaps a little bit, uh, a little bit based on Kabbalah, is that. The, that the dugim don't need shchita. The Iker shchita is to take off a certain zuama of the nachash, uh, and that that, that applied or that it was Im- impacted more the creatures that were on the land. But since dugim, which grow in water, and the this zuama, this like filth, the spiritual filth from the nachash, uh, does, does is not uh, does not have as much of a grasp on the fish. Therefore, they don't need shchita. The mayim itself is Mataradam them from the Tuma, and therefore once you're able to uh, to gather them from the water, Water, so it's as if they already had their their exposure, their tefillah in the water. Okay, again, there's there's a lot of different. The only reason I even mention it at all uh, is just because it seems like arbitrary. Or, you know you accept that? Okay, well the you know a dug a dug is like a tzaddik. So there's there's a lot of a lot, a lot of concepts that uh, that intertwine over here. I looked at some of the notes in our tyra, some of the notes in the other tyra. But in any event, the so this fish, which we're saying is like the tzaddik, the apic resha mimaya, took its head out of the mayim. It took its head out of the water. We said that the water. Uh, water is like tyra. So this fish, this sadek, uh, took a step back from his thoughts being in the Taira. And it's as if his eyes were like two moons. And water came out of his two nostrils. Like two rivers of surah. What does this mean in Panemius? It is not Possible for a tzaddik to constantly have his thoughts uh, always being absorbed in the higher level chachmas, which you say maybe a person can live in this world, in that world, or in a certain sp- sense out of this world. Uh, there are times that a person has to be uh, generally, we talk about his batless of self, so that we can move towards the veikus of a kaddish baro, who, even if a person is there, in order to engage in this worldly avoda, sometimes a person has to take a step back. Back from Dvekas and engage in this worldly things. There's a famous gemara, I think, part of Chanina ben Daisa, that it said in Brachas that he he had to daven for something. He put his head between his knees to daven, and the I think it's a Ketusha Slavy. I'm not sure that the the reason he did that is because he was almost living in the heavens, and in order to in order to be able to 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 help daven for whatever they had asked him to daven for. I think it was for the health maybe of Yochanan's child, but he, where, where he was in a sense where everything. was was so not just Gamzu Litova but everything was was Taifa in other words we say Gamzu Litova I heard of David Galib one time say that doesn't mean everything is good we live in this world Gamzu Litova I say everything is going towards the end of Tova the way that I see it not everything is Tova but if but if you're living if, if you're living so with such as bathle such closeness to Baruch Hu, you can't see any bad you're already seeing the divine plan he had to take his head out of the clouds in order to be to engage in the Avodah that was uh, that was in front of him over here also brings a note of the from the Chaye Maran. That when that that sometimes a person's head his mayach is he's he he's spent he can't he can't th- think clearly. There are times a person has to uh, has to be able to have a conversation with somebody about appropriate topics, not getting carried away. If you have to if you if you want to take a, a ten minute break or a twenty minute break, that doesn't mean going to take uh, an hour break or a two hour break. Uh, perhaps one of it's well, one of the uh, the challenging things about when people engage in entertainment. You know whether it's a uh, a novel or, you know, something else. Again, even assuming it's appropriate, a movie as well, you needed a half-hour break. You didn't need a two-hour break, and all of a sudden that totally grabs you away. But there are times that a person, for good reason, needs to, you know, or making before you make the final strong push against something, what you do is you don't, you, you, you kind of like pull back, and then you make the push. So there's times that a person has to pull back. And this Sicha Hazais, the language comes coming from Chaim this conversation is like sleep, which is like sleep for the Meichen right sometimes a person is engaged in something and they have a raging or a raging yates or hara. so if they would go to if they would go to sleep well they're not going to be able to engage in the positive activity that they wanted to engage in but while they're sleeping, the Yitzhahara that was coming against them because they were engaged in that activity will also calm down. I mean, we could see it, uh, the Dabatan Han talks about it almost in a tefillah context, I don't remember exactly, let's say a person is davening Shmonesre, and all of the things that he never thinks about before are sneaking into his mind, right? So that happens in one context, when the person is not engaged in the Ruchni's behavior that's attracting a particular type of Yitzhahara, then that Yitzhahara might not try to get him. Again, there's a time and a place for everything but there is a time when a person wants to be learning. He is, a, but but his head is not. A, he's having a difficult time for whatever the reason is. and therefore, in order to further their avoda, ultimately they need to take a step back. And similar to uh, to sleep in a physical sense, they need to sleep from from thinking, engaging in these types of behaviors. Maybe they need to have a, a, a conversation with a friend. They need to to relax. And but this sicha is not called dvarim betelim chas v'shalom klal. He says. Actually, totally the opposite. This conversation that he would be having is a mitzvah gedaila. He has to take a walk. He could look at the Haber. He could look at a beautiful sunset. That's not called the Varambitalim. That's a, and, and he quotes a Gemara. It says, bitula shel zehu kiyuma. There are certain times that in order to be Makaiim something, you need to take a step away from it. Like he brings the Pusik into Hillam, famous Pusuk, A la Slasos Lahashem, He Feru Tai Actually, two ways to read the 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 the, the pasuk, but the way that he seems to be learning it is. It's a time to do for Hashem. And may for the Torah, I need to step away from it. And that ultimately is because it's Hashem. That is doing for Hashem as well. Because if he wouldn't take a step away back, the whole thing would become bottle. So over here, he says that, uh, and we're going to read this into the Mimer as well, that it's impossible that a tzaddik can always have his head in the Chachma Yonos. lasok There's times, again, that he needs to engage to step away from the Dveikas, pomam bitula shall taira zuhi kiuma and we just we just explained that uh, now the, the the just to bring from Likutei uh, Halachas he he brings also I'm, I'm reading a little bit again it's a short Tyra, so I'm just exploring I'm bringing a few extra of the notes uh, the, he he writes Iker kabbalas the Iker kabbalat Torah is through simplicity uh, the of shel this is a, another element of it. it sometimes when you're learning something, Something you want to really have the benefit of uh, of, the, of understanding the depths of something, you know, what you have to do. You have to learn it again for the first time. Uh, it, it's uh, t- that takes a second to even appreciate uh, that idea. But we have so many preconceived notions, or we've, we have exposure to topics. Sometimes when you're proofreading somebody else's material, you find like an either either an obvious mistake or a way to maybe reorder the paragraphs and something that's much more clear. But the person who's writing has already gone down. A certain path, and and this is the way that they think about it. She says over here, sometimes you have to make yourself totally some like you don't even know. That's another way. Taking Take a step back. Pretend you never learned the sugya before. You're already 10, 10 out of twelve steps in where you're trying to get to, maybe you won't. You you have a, something blocking you from reaching that eleventh or twelfth step. You have to start again from step one, and then you'll be able to see something that piece that you didn't see before. There's tremendous ideas uh, that were, that, were, that we're seeing in this tarot that could be applied to to, to everyday things. Uh, so he he brings uh, he brings that over there. Uh, he also the, uh, another thing that uh, the Rav Chaim Kramer brings was. That uh, sometimes a person sees a family member or a neighbor behaving improperly and he's about to do something, uh, and by taking time to speak to him or her, he's able to help out his friends or family become more knowledgeable, and uh, he will have a hand person will actually have a hand in Kiyam HaTairah, but what, what do you mean? Maybe he should stay in the base medrash. All, all of a sudden, he has to go take somebody out for dinner. He has to go form relationships over seemingly mundane things so that he can go and uh, and bring it up. Is that, what, is that what he's supposed to do? Somebody has to do it, but should he do it? And he says over here, again, person needs a Rebbe. A person needs to make Chesh and efesh to decide when to do this. He says, this is advice that Rabbi Nachman gave his brother, Rabbi Yechiel, encourage him to speak to others about serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Yechiel was complaining that he He would have to spend a lot of time, uh, seemingly wasted time, speaking about mundane matters in order to come to that point where he can have that effect and the Rebbein responded that Chachamim, uh, Chachamim were going to suppress the book of Kaihelas because it had seemingly contradictory statements uh, and they said it starts with words of Tyra and it ends with words of Tyra and therefore they let it be it's based on Gemar and Shabbos taf, Lam, Rab, and therefore Rabbi Nachman advised his brother to cleverly introduce the words of Tyra into his casual conversation with people it's starting with Tyra, it's ending with Tyra but sometimes in order to achieve that goal that you have to uh, you have to discuss things that are, that are not like that, and this way, not only would it be binding, and would it be, not only would it be binding them to a kaddish baruch Hu, but this would be begetter this idea of stepping away from the torah, of setting it aside in order uh, in order to preserve it. So back back in our text vekhar apik raysha mimaya the this fish took its head out of the water haynu kad mapik as azmu mi khakhmasel when the zadeq takes his head out of the khakhmasel yanais azay vidami einay ketray then it says if his eyes are like two moons ki pakichas enayim mechunim al chachma now first of all this idea of eyes this idea of opening eyes we we just spoke about this in the last Tyra in Ayiz right we said over there enayim benem nearetz enayim zebechinas das like it says vati pakachna enay shneim so this idea of eyes of open eyes doesn't mean to see in a physical sense like seeing metaphorically I see the idea ki pakichas enayim mechunim al-shem chachma k'mo she kasavati pakachna enay so we just had this in the last Tyra so when this tzaddik is Isaac in the more lofty ideas, he's uh, he's engaged in the uh, in, in the higher realms of Chachma, in the Yama Chachma, in Taira, of Shemesh. That's where his eyes, which are engaged in this Chachma, are of Shemesh. Uh, we talked about this in Taira Aleph. We were talking about certain types of Taira, how to get one's to feel accepted and, and to uh, engage in Taira. Uh, and when we were talking about Chachmas Adam Tayar of the Chachma of a person will light up his face, and we said over there that's a Bechina of Yaakov. Ki Yaakov of is a Bechina of Chachma, uh, etc. So this idea is, is, uh, is, uh, of, of having this Chachma, of opening one's eyes, it's a Bechina of Shemesh, of direct revelation and exposure. This person, when he steps away, so his eyes are not going to be in the Bechachma of, of, of Rashis, of Chachma of Shemesh. But rather, it's going to be something that's g- going to be reflective of that. We want to be able to take our vote even when we step away and have it made, even though we can't always be on that higher level, that have made a ration within us so that we could take that back. I think we said that in Tyra in Dalata also. Well, the moon's job is not to introduce new things, it's to perfectly reflect. It's a hint of the Shemesh, but it's perfectly reflecting the Shemesh, right? At least the Garme Klum, the Levana is like Malchus, when it's it's not holding by Shemesh, but it's reflecting the Shemesh. So when this person steps away, but he's mis- salik from khakhmel yaina have uh, have a z kamay bias shemesh that's like the sun setting uh, I, w- I will say a word that i heard from my uh, from my grandfather al shalom or fine fiscal Man, Wolf, but uh, but he said there's a Mishnah. It was, it was, it's his uh, pshat, I think. But uh, there's a Mishnah that says, uh, and says at the end of it, it, it gives a list of things, uh, and it says the Talmud Torah kulam? So the it is a, I think it's a Gemara in, in Paya that gets quoted that Talmud Torah can I get kulam? It's talking about sechar that the sechar for one word of Torah is can I get everything? But another way of of, uh, of perhaps addressing that is the Mishnah is giving a list of priorities, when you encounter anything, these are the things. You have to go to a wedding, and you have to go to a funeral. What comes first? But it, when a person engages in anything, how do you engage in it? What is the appropriate way to go to that wedding? What's the appropriate way of knowing what Kibbutz HaVeimah is? Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam. The way that you engage in any particular behavior, that is Talmud Torah opposite, facing anything that you do, the way that you engage in that behavior, is it mundane, or are you bring Kedushin to the mundane, or are you using this world as a Hechatim Seferavod, the Talmud Torah can negate anything that you do, so over here we're saying the person steps away from the direct Chacham from the Shemesh, but so it's going to be his eyes, his das is going to be like the moon now his eyes will be remaining like the moon because the moon is not going to be uh, giving light, Nstalik Hashemsh the only way otherwise it would be like a candle that's lit during the day. The only way to appreciate the stage that he's at, the stage of the Levana um, the, the, this avoda that has to take place as well, that that, that avoda is when the sun goes down. and that's where that's where there is this, uh, this avoda of him taking a step away and his, uh, his eyes are like the moon at that stage. And not like Chachma. Similar to the note that we just read from Rabbi Echiel, there's a certain time that a person has to be able to take a step away and to be able to relate to somebody on their own level to bring them up. Uh, in order to do that, sometimes you have to seemingly take a step back, go down uh, go na- down a level in in, uh, in practice, uh, however we relate to that. Vizebachinas, and this is what we say in Nishmas, ve'einenu kashemesh Now what does it mean? My, I should light it up like a thousand watt bulb and like a ten watt bulb. Uh, what is does that mean? Once you have a thousand watt bulb, you don't need the 10 watt bulb. It doesn't give off light. It's subsumed within it. But rather lifam me Ira's Kashemesh, there are times that a person is engaged in this direct chachmah, this direct revelation and appreciating appreciating the begether of the shemesh karanachnivakim bachma, and that's when a person is engaged in this chachma villafam in the ira's kayraach, there are times when the is know to step away. The relative is laying to the chachma is not directly, but rather uh but rather it's going to be begetter the Araach Kadmasalkin Satsmenu Mila Shaitate Bachma when he steps away from always uh from always engaging aging in this chachma, of course, a person does have to be uh, does have to be careful. You, you know, we we know that a person, let's say, is not supposed to go to uh, go to extremes. All extremes are unhealthy. But w- w- there are times that, uh, it's worse than the bomb, even if a person is trying to get to the middle, but he's already on one end of that spectrum, the way to bring himself back to the middle is to go towards the other end of the spectrum, and then he'll balance out in the middle. But what happens when the particular media that you're engaging in has its own gravity? power for instance uh, you know let's say a person there's, there's one person who just abstains from anything he, he just never wants to enjoy anything no, no, no food he doesn't dress well you know he's just totally withdrawn and another person is uh, engaged very much in in and in Gashmia's type of uh, ideas he's very concerned with uh, the food and the appearance and, and things like that let's say so the person is very engaged he can for a week say you know what I'm just gonna totally withdraw I'm not gonna care about anything, I'm going to live very simplistically, and then he'll bounce out towards the middle, but the the simplicity is not going to grab him, but the person with simplicity, if all of a sudden he just starts, you know, eating everything in sight, and something might awaken a certain taiva, and that'll trigger, and all of a sudden he can get trapped by something, so a person has to be careful also when they step away from chachmor, they step away from the positive end of it, not to do so in a way that's going to be trapped, but having said that, there are times when the only way to engage a person, they are not interested n they're not interested in, you know, learning Torah, Mishnayis, Gemara with you. So what you do, if you want to express a certain value, not learning directly from the Musar Sefer, but maybe clothing it into a story. We saw this actually in, uh, in, in Taira Hay. Uh, you know, sometimes when a person has to daven in a straightforward way, and then sometimes a person engages we know that Rabbi Nachman had the Tefilis mysias. Uh, but we talked about this uh, idea in Taira Hay, whether it's before the Gzera, after the Gzera, that there are different times that necessitate different types of Tfila, different types of Avodav enough, it's Mayri Trey Osya, and the water pours forth from the two nostrils. Bipnimius Hain train This is a bichina of two meshiachs. The two the, the two meshiachs uh the, the, uh, the over here, the the note in the English version says that there are already going to be two Mashiachs. The Mashiach ben Yosef will ready Klai Yisrael for the future redemption. Uh, that will come from Yosef. Yaakov had two wives. Yaakov we said is and the Shemesh, the ultimate Tzaddik. It's where we're trying to get to. Yaakov had two uh, main wives, Leah and Rachel and Leah. Yosef comes from Rachel. Yehuda, ben David, comes from Leah. The first Mashiach is going to come from, and they're both B'chars, by the way. Yosef was the B'char from Rachel and uh, Yehuda ultimately took the Malchus, uh, though but y- y- Yosef had a bechin of Malchus also, A fray, there was a Melech of Ephraim, Yosef, uh, Yeshua came from uh, from Yosef, uh, the, the Mishkan was in Shiloh before Yosef, there's a dynamic that threads throughout uh, a lot of the his- history uh, of Qal Yisrael and it gets spoken about of Yosef and Yehuda by, in Mitzrayim when Yehuda comes to Vayigash, when Yehuda comes to challenge Yosef, so, but there's, there's a certain dynamic that exists between Yosef and Yehuda, but the first Mashiach is going to come from Yosef however, he is not going to see the redemption's completion, which will ultimately be brought about by the second Mashiach, who's going to be Mashiach Ben David, who's going to come from Yehuda Buddha, and he adds in over here the Menacho, which brings them Mashiach ben Yosef represents the sun, the the upper wisdom, because Yosef uh, was in a certain sense received uh, all of his all of his wisdom. We spoke about that earlier in the second Torah, maybe they touched on the first also from Yaakov that that, that uh, the desire brings. He says that Yaakov and Yosef are considered one. We, I think Yosef's appearance was like Yaakov's as well. In different ways, we, we'd speak about this idea. And Yaakov himself corresponds to the sun. So this idea of being a bachin of Shemesh is Yosef and Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David on the other hand represents the moon. Uh, and, and this is why we say David Melech Yisrael Chai he brings from uh, by when we have Kiddush by the moon but ultimately the, he is the one that's going to bring about uh, the the final the final go'ulah, something which can only happen when the lower when the lower wisdom has been rectified, and then ultimately uh, the, the things will be brought up so that everything is go- going to be able to fulfill its potential. There, at that point, there won't be a need uh, to have to step away. So over here, there's two Mashiachim, the Mashiach ben Yosef and mashiach ben David. And these come from the two nostrils of the dug. These are both encompassed, really, within the uh, within the tzaddik. Th- these are. These are both. These are both encompassed with uh, within the tzaddik different elements uh, that it unfolds. The tzaddik is uh, like we saw at the end of the second Tyra We we all uh, we mentioned before. We all bring our pieces of the mishkan. We all we all uh, bring our tfilus, We all work on ourselves. Uh, the example that I that, that I've been using lately, which really was in a context uh, came from Vron Lopiansky. I don't remember the context. He said it was not so much of building a building, which is ninety nine floors complete before you finish the hundredth floor. Also, but it's an arch that you don't really. see see. The arch might be, even be a much, much stronger structure than a building, but it, it holds absolutely zero until the last piece is put in. So, well, us working towards Mashiach is really much towards an arch. We might be 99% of the way there in terms of the pieces that need to be in place, but we, we're, we're all waiting, and it could be the smallest piece that's going to be the final uh, the final keystone, maybe it's called, but whatever it is, the, the smallest piece might be that last one that gives the that, that creates the integrity of the structure, and now we're able to step away, and, it, and it's and it's the tzaddik's role to be able to assemble uh, to assemble those pieces. So these are Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, that are able to bring this to the ultimate Gula, the ultimate redemption, these are really encompassed within the Tzaddik. and the, but these two Mashiachs, when they come, we mentioned this in the introduction to the Torah, the the the, the goyim will be drawn to the two Mashiach, to the uh, to this idea. they're going to want to learn Hashem. I love that the goyim are going to. Flow towards uh towards the Melachah right? By by Yom with the Pesuk of V'niska V'Hashem Levado by Yomahu V'Noru I Love Kol Then the Pesuk says V'Halchu Amim Rabim V'Armel L'chuv V'Nala Come, we're gonna go to Har Hashem El Beis El Kei Yakov V'Yairenu will learn from his ways V'Nelcha Barachayisav Kimitzia In Teitzay Ta'ira U'Dvar Hashem Yerushalayim. It's Pesuk we might be familiar with. So this was already what Rabenu had mentioned. Uh We we again we quoted during the introduction. So the the it says that these two nostrils representing the two Mashiachs, which are, comes encompassed within the Tzadik, which were encompassed within the within the dug, they come then the flows because at that time the the Goyim we say, say all the people, all of humanity is going to flow towards uh, towards Mashiach. The the Z These are the two rivers of Surah because Surah zebachinas Akum. Surah alludes to Akum. Goyim are like nicknamed Surah al shem we come out of sarum Adarach. Surah, Saru, the Lashen of Saru means to turn away. Surah, Merah, V'asei Tov. It's of like Vodah, The Akum, the Goyim, are nicknamed Sora, And therefore, when we say that the rivers are flowing uh, uh, are, are flowing from the nostrils, but this idea is that Saru is representative of the Goyim, and we're saying that the Goyim are going to flow actually to Mashiach. Now this Now the, these two, uh, the, the Goyim themselves, are really you fall under two umbrellas, uh, the two, either Esav or Yeshmal. we you're not going to get too much into the different specificities. Specifically between them, they're both distorted. Yishmal uh, was a distortion of, of chesed, a rise distortion of chesed. Esav is a distortion of gvura. Yitzchak was the positive gvura. Avram was the positive, uh, positive chesed. And the Kalippas from there manifest in Esav and Ishmal. Vayde elu train mashiach and through these two mashiachin shehin trei usya that they are the two nostrils bechinas ruach mashiach Hashem al yadam mashluk and harus etzlem through these mashiach the Klal will be redeemed and the umos will be flowing uh, to them to learn dvar dvar Hashem uh, we actually talked about this uh, this just to, just to make the reference point a couple times but the first time we saw it I think was in the first Torah. Iker clay zaino mashiach hua shuhu the ikur weapon of mashiach is tefila and that is bechin of chaytem. so we're already seeing uh, this idea of nostrils of ruach uh, representing representing tfila which is which is the clay Zion which will bring mashiach uh, so we, we saw that we also saw it in uh, in taira in taira Tess. Uh, where was it? and the tzadik will arrange the tfilis because every tzadik is mashiach and kol the tefilas ki zedrokiyat and mechinas chaitem and that was entire teretess. So all of these ideas that literally come together, we address them, we address them in different ways. But as we as we we, we start seeing the repeating points, uh, we're really starting to understand that that it seems all over the place, but it's really uh, just just uh, co- coming together where there there are certain there's certain principles that shine through in different ways, but it's all uh it's all really one central idea. Now these Treumen, these uh these two nations, and Yishmal Inun Tre these are like the the clouds that cover over the eyes. Uh <coughs> we, we we definitely discussed earlier on in Taira Bay's Iker uh, Machshav. We're talking about problems in Tefila, right? Tefila is a bechiklaysayin of Mashiach that brings about the Geula. The Iker Machshav is Zarus, which mess up Tefila. Kilkel Hamishpat, Mishpat is a bechinas einin, a Mishpat is a Bechina of eyes. we were talking here, right? Eyes. Keep a kachna that eyes are das kamoshakasevayavo elayna Mishpat. That's a Yaakov. We said Yaakov is Shemesh. What are the things that cover this up. This is uh, the Kilkel uh, Mishpat comes through anonin machasin alaenin that was in Tairebes Os He. So if you want to go back and then learn Tyra it might be worthwhile. Also we say Trey Um and these Aes they're like the clouds that are covering these Ainen, these ideas, these this these that are coming from the Gaim. Shainikhail and the Hir Tamid Bachina Shemesh that a person can't constantly be in a Bechina of Shemesh, U a person can't constantly is in a Bechina of Shemesh now, the, uh... There's uh, in this particular version that I'm using. He actually has a, a, a kind of a long, a, a long note that's based in a, in a lot of ways on on, on taking I- ideas from from the development uh, from a Baruch investing Shefa into the world and Simtum and Shvir Hakelim and understanding why this is. But I think for our purposes, we'd rather keep it simple. In the mussel that we used before, um, when when a, a person is engaged in certain spiritual behavior, then they're going to have certain challenges. Um, and certain yetsarars that present themselves, and there's, that means that it's also bringing klipa into the world. And so, in a, there's going to be certain places, certain times when a person is, is engaging at a very high level, and yet there's certain Hars that are going to be manifest, and that's going to be strengthening their positioning uh, as well. And there are times because this is the system; it's hard. It's hard for us to understand. I think that this is a uh, this is this is a very deep concept. That that uh, the the person who is engaging at at this at this high level needs to take a step away so that similar like we said before a, a person is um they go to sleep, on one hand, they're not consciously engaging in positive, but it also it also puts to bed any uh, any of the other challenges that they uh, that they have as well that are bothering at that point in time. Uh, that that they're at that point in time as well. Ali they train mishichin through the two mishiyach Futsum and the same Chutza, that ultimately will burst forth brura, and then all of the Goyim will call b'shem Hashem and yavdu echad, and the klepas are going to become battle and everything they were. Discussing is not going to become an issue. So at that point, Oz Yiskay and there's going to be everything will have fulfilled its potential. Uh, the 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 moon will be, so to speak, the perfect moon. In other words, when you talk about things in a linear sense, you could say that one thing is objectively higher. If you were talking things in terms of, let's say, fulfilling their potential uh, in like a horizontal way. In other words, it's not one that's objectively higher. You exist in your place on the on the uh, on the line, and I exist in my place on the line. And we're both holding at a hundred percent. There's going to be a time when, when the, uh, however we we think about it, the levana, the the, the levana will be its own melach similar to the to the Arachama, exactly how that takes place, again, is beyond the scope of, of this idea, but for for our purposes, we're saying that the Shemesh, that the Levona is not really in its full force what the Levona is, it's like a hint of the Shemesh, and the reason that sometimes we have that over here is as the Tzadik pulls away from the Shemesh, what's left is this reflection uh, in the Levona, really you would think that a person would want to be at the level of Shemesh the entire time, but they pull away so that ultimately uh, the because engaging in the shemesh full time also leaves open the door for Klipa to strengthen itself, and therefore because of the avodah at this stage uh, they have to pull away. But in the future that dynamic will not exist, uh, and, and therefore we're expressing this hayarhal levana Everything will be able to shine in full for, full force uh, in its own way. Right? Doesn't mean that there's going to be two uh, two two suns. It's still going to be a levana, whatever role that that plays. But the levana will be shining for our for, for our purposes. The levana will be a, a Full of levana, and the levana will be fulfilling. It will not be a hint of anything in terms of its avoda, but it'll be, um, it'll be, it'll be shining in full in its full strength. And therefore, uh, tying into our Torah, the tzaddik will not have to be mevatel from his dveikus to Lushan Rabenu So this is uh, this is our Torah. What I'm mentioning now is not coming from Rabbi Nachman. I guess you could say it's a little bit of a freebie. But it, uh, it, 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 it ties into one of the ideas that I mentioned before, that the Avoda that the Avoda is in this world. Um, so just a thought to prepare for Elul. It's actually coming from a discussion we were having when we are doing the Ali Shurvah, which are posted also based on, on, uh, on an idea from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, uh, in a general sense, he says, if you are running a company, uh, then and there are two individuals. One of them is one of them dresses nicely and know, he comes to work. He's respectful, does everything, but his role is not an essential role in the company. You'll pay him. You're not going to punish him. He'll do everything. He's going to get, uh, and then. There's another person whose role is absolutely essential in the company. Uh, the person's not perfect. They need to brush up around the edges, uh, and there there are things to work on, and they acknowledge that there are things to work on, uh, but from the company's perspective, they, they play an essential role, and there's obviously turnover. People come, people go, and you have a limited amount of resources, uh, when you're deciding or where within the company do you want to Invest your resources. From the cholistic perspective, you're going to certainly a person has to uh, clean up their act, and you want them to do. But you're going to, you know, the the, the security guard in a safe neighborhood, uh, whether they come or go, is not necessarily as essential as the person who uh, pays the rent or you know puts together payroll. So, the, if you're going to let's say invest in IT, nobody ever wants to invest in you know computer systems. The systems and the areas that you're going to invest in are going to be in the more essential roles of the company. Uh, so, Rivisrael Salanter says, "Zachreinu We're all focused on "Zachreinu l'chaim." This is my understanding of it. Uh, Rosh Hashanah has is ten days of Aseresimai. Uh, Aseresimai is ten days. The first, the most powerful days of the entire year are the first and the first and second really days of Aseresimai and that is Rosh Hashanah. And yet, uh, 20% of us are Tshuva. There's no vidui in the davening. We, we almost don't focus on that at all. And we say that the avoda of the day is Malchus, and then people ask, can I make personal requests? The personal requests aren't really in the sitter Well, yeah, the level that we're holding, we're not holding on the high enough level for Malchus. But when we take a step back, I, I, I think that there's an idea that will help us understand how to think about Rosh Hashanah. And it's also, it's also very empowering. Um, we... If we, uh, we Hashem, Hashem does not owe us anything uh, obviously uh, we, he doesn't owe us life we didn't do anything in order to deserve life uh, the, the I think the sokim talk about when the Jews were left Mitzrayim. it says because they're going to receive the Torah on our Sinai right when when a person doesn't isn't owed anything they can't justify what they get the, the whole thing is le, but but the whole thing is so that what you ask for is you ask for somebody to invest resources in you not because you've earned them, but because your plan justifies those resources. So if a person you know, has eyes and they work on Shmir Sinai, well, Hashem is giving you the eyes every single second of the day is a new second, so if you are 80% good, well, that's, that's not good enough. Right? And it becomes depressing and you work on the same news every year and you see the same things I did right and things I did wrong. If anybody's interested, by the way, on a little bit of take on the Sham news that I think fits this approach, uh, you can shoot me an email. Rubin. M-R-U-B-I-N. M-R-U-B-I-N Two fourteen two one four at gmail um, I'll, I'll give you a clip. We actually went through the Ashamnu's like fifteen minutes, but 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 maybe it's a new way of looking at them a little bit. But we go through a lot of these lists of V-doys, and for the most part, especially if you're self-aware, it's uh, either either uh, not in a, in a not good way. You're just focusing on things that you're not really working on, or that that, are, that you long ago put to bed. But uh, but but even if it's things that you work on, generally whatever character issues you're working on tend to be the same, and you tend to be successful and, and mess up and and that just goes in cycles, and it's hard to get really worked up about it, but this, the, the, the what we're going to discuss now really gives an entirely uh, an entirely new approach, because what you're going to Hashem is saying, I, I, I can't ask for life, listen, even if I end up even, so I don't deserve death, but I don't deserve life. Uh, why, 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 why? On what basis am I asking Hashem for the things that I want, just so that I could be here? Hashem created the world, Hashem is a company, and that company has a purpose. So what am I really doing? I'm asking I'm, I'm taking stock. Not to forget my weaknesses. I'm taking stock of my strengths. I'm taking stock and saying, Hashem l'mancha, right? I, in order for me, uh, I, I, I take a step back, I evaluate what Hashem's purpose of the world is, and I say that I am an essential worker. I've identified the resources that you've given me, and I understand that comes with a corresponding uh, opportunity and responsibility and accountability to use those. And therefore, I'm asking you to invest in me because I'm going to further your purpose in life. It doesn't mean everybody has to be a community worker, but uh, w- w- wherever a person stands, maybe at a certain stage of life, that's to take care of, family, whatever it is. Now, let's say a person, though, is a, you know, he decides he's going to be a good teacher, but he has a problem. He has a little bit of a patience problem. He doesn't have patience. So now he says, listen, first two days, Rosh Hashanah, Hashem is giving out the resources. He says, I have determined, I understand, I have a good uh, way to articulate things. I have a good voice. I can be a chazan, right? But uh, but uh, I, the problem is I can never get to shul on time because X, Y, Z is bothering me. I have no yishiv das. Something is keeping me up at night. Well, so now I say, Hashem, I am Totally committed to the process. If you give me the resources and with well, the wherewithal to do it, I am totally. L'mancha l'mancha is the much more key word. I'm asking for the so that. Now that all of that's in place, there's something that's holding me back. I have certain obstacles holding me back. The patience is holding back from accomplishing my purpose. My yishiv, I don't have. Yishiv, yishiv das, I need some money, health, wealth, happiness, whatever it is. So well, no, those aren't character traits. But there, there, there are things. There are things that are holding me back. Um, and and. Therefore, I say, on the first I said, Hashem, Please clean up all of those things that are stopping me from accomplishing my purpose. Give me the money, health, wealth, and happiness, so that I can engage in purpose. Now, Hashem looks at you and says, "That's what you're worried about. What about your patience problem? You, you, forget about coming to you know coming to to davening on time. The reason that you're not davening for the yomim is because you're sitting there, you know, maybe eating and drinking too much on Friday night, and then you're not waking up for davening on time. So you're you're, you're asking me for the re- to, to make sure that nothing holds you back. You have to work on the things that are holding you. Back. And then you can clean that up. But that comes second. You don't deserve resources because you're going to clean up the mess. The, 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 the reason that you deserve resources is because of the Laman huh? You don't have to be perfect to make that type of a request. Right, in other words, you have to clean things up and ask for Siyata Dishma to the best of your ability, but the 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 money comes so to speak the the, 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 the chayim comes, the resources come because of the Kha. and so, the, so therefore, as we get a and that enables you to have a different Rosh Hashanah every year because the stage of life that you 're holding in now if you 're twenty five instead of twenty you're thirty five instead of twenty five maybe you beforehand you didn't have you know, a person wasn't now they're married before they weren 't married or whatever they're going through in life the ability that they think about things a certain way they can relate to people in a certain way um, even if they've gone through very difficult times maybe they can help out other people that have had difficult times that is a totally new year with totally new resources that you have an ability to ask for uh, for, for Hashem from as long as you're committed to invest and now Rosh Hashanah this year is not the same as last year you're in a totally different place and and, and the, now that you're in a totally different place those Ashamnu, the things that you're doing wrong are holding you back in a different way because the Laman ha, is different, and and the, uh, I just it triggered in my mind uh, because of the you know, we're talking about the avoda taking place in this world, the clarity you need to achieve the the Veshov, but the way when you come back, the avoda happens when you come back, it's the application, because that application is the Tikka, and that's really what we're here in the world for, so we have that flash of lightning, but the avoda is really in the world as we see it, the world that we see it is not Bediyeved, we're not in a Bediyeved situation, the world as we see it is the Hechetimtza that we Need that's the tekin that we need to apply those ideals that we those chachmas that we have and now to come apply it to us. If you're interested, the last four hours Shur of are actually on el preparation. But uh or you sh- shoot me an email uh, anyway, or, or just in general, feel free to touch base if you're uh, if you're kind of enjoying the Shurim Now that we're we're moving on to the second stage, would love to would love to hear from you even a brief note. Have a fabulous day, and uh, hopefully we will meet again for ksavik sevichsimatayva and. Uh, yeah.